Hello everyone and welcome back to EastEnders Weekly. This is your weekly podcast all about corrections. Oh, <laughs> I see what you've done there. Yes. yes, we've had a few messages from our listeners just just letting us know that we've made it a little Well, mistake. we asked, we said, because we didn't know. We like to be honest and we say this on every show. We say if we, do, if we say anything that's wrong... <laughs> Or incorrect, let us know because we want to be honest. Yeah, we've had two of the same thing from our last week's Julia's Legacy, where we talked about Masood and Amira, Amira leaving with her baby. Mm. Didn't know what happened with that. So I've got two, they're basically the same message, so I'm just going to read the shorter one. So we couldn't get away from it. We couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't hide it under the. Mat. So it's from Sarah Mithelin and also Camille Vinson. Hello, you two. But Thanks I'm going to read the shorter know. one, but you both say the same thing. So, hi, both. In your last episode, you said that Amira and Saeed's baby hadn't been mentioned. I'm pretty sure it's a girl called Yasmin that Christian and Saeed are now raising together. I think there was a storyline where Amira gave the baby to them, but it has definitely come up a few times as she has mentioned it, and Masood and Jane has visited them. Thanks. Love your show, by the way. Oh, thank Just you very much. Just thought I'd add that in. <laughs> um, and yeah, the other one goes into more detail of all the storylines, but um, yeah, so yeah, that's helpful for us. So we can update our knowledge. Yes. No. Honestly, this is what we say. We we want to we want to make sure that what we say is correct. And if if we're incorrect about anything, and you know that we are, then let us know. And we're always chat back, and we say thank you. Um. And it and also strengthens my uh, plot point that I made many moons ago when we said if I was an executive producer of the show, and that is bringing Christine and Saeed back with the little baby Yasmin. And... Not a baby, and it won't be eleven. Where they get so, someone makes... tell me how old the baby is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't do math. I don't know what we're doing anymore. No. no, it's not all about corrections. This podcast. It's also about EastEnders, the weekly soap. We'll be discussing episodes from the fourth to the eighth of February, and we had a special comeback this week. We did. Who we're going to open with? We are. I'm Alex, by the way. You are, and I'm Ben the alleged host um but yes our lovely friend kathy is back finally we've been talking about this since october where's kathy's storyline <laughs> kathy needs a storyline i even started a hashtag on twitter which, <laughs> which i know people enjoyed um but yeah so yeah. kathy is back she but is. before Long holiday before she returned two other characters got brought back up mm. into our consciousness yes we had tamwa and nancy mm. now in um hobby city and also tamwa is in a channel for comedy about social workers. But for the purposes of EastEnders, they're in Australia. They are. They're like travelling. <laughs> they left with a Julia's theme um, to go travelling. More more Julia themes later in our yes. future. Um, so they've been travelling. She's had a motorbike, you know, she's had a motor accident in the past off screen. Oh yes, because Mick died. had to find money up quickly, didn't yeah, he, to get to out leave. there. Well, this is when they had their money woes. <laughs> Um, and now her and Tamara are getting married and they're going to be getting married in Australia. Yes, with much to the disappointment for, I think, a lot of people because I think everyone was looking forward to the idea of having Tamara and Nancy to return just mm. for even just a one-off episode. I know, they were... Well, I don't mind, I don't care about Tamara, but I'd like Nancy. Oh, I really grew to like Tamara. Yeah, he got end. better, actually. Mm. Like his, him and Nancy were really good coupling together. Yeah, really they were good. perfect. They really worked well and it was nice the way they it was ended. And it's nice that fictitiously they're now getting married and there might be little baby Nancy Tam was. Yeah, they're happy. So um yeah, it started off with the week where Mick kept getting calls from Tamwa but couldn't hear what he said or well, didn't they kept answer. leaving our phone messages and Linda was upset because Tamwa was phoning Mick and not Linda mm. and it wasn't really ex- you know Mick did, couldn't couldn't put his finger on why he was phoning him and Linda was adamant that something's happened to Nancy. Mm. And we saw Masood who hasn't been seen in ages. He disappeared. Yeah. Masood was back. <laughs> 
Um, and he got the news and broke it before Mick got a chance because he was like on the phone at the same time. And mm. then Masood told Linda and she screamed. And then and then um, Mick was on the phone at the time and then he yeah. just found out. Ring the bell, drinks all round. Yeah, everyone got a free drink. I wish I was in there at the time. <laughs> but yeah, they're getting married. That's all good. Blah, blah, blah. But the main point of this topic... It says a certain lady get out of a taxi. Yeah, with a nice... <laughs> with her one bag. <laughs> yeah. This always amazes her one me. Suit- and it's a little suitcase It's too. a tiny little suitcase. She's been away for three months. <laughs> so she must have found a maybe a, a Spanish a... laundry or Portuguese laundromat All she somewhere. was wearing was her bikini and a... What are they called? Those, like, shawl. Shawl, yeah. Shawl. That's what she, <laughs> she had was that in her bag. I mean, a lot of people do, especially if they're on a bargain flight, they like to save a few pennies by wearing everything they're taking on holiday with them. Mm. Um, so maybe Kathy just went out there wearing every single item of clothing she had and just one by one tore it off as she went through them. There's been a lot of um, reaction online for the Kathy coming back. I thought we were the only ones who were excited or missing her. No, but apparently Kathy, not. Yeah, there's a big deal. Everyone loves Kathy. Really? It's really weird. But you have to remember well, she's not weird because we love her. But... Have, well, she's one of the originals and she's probably the one who's going to survive the longest because she was looking good. Mm. I mean, there was questions out there whether Ian Bill was actually her son. <laughs> I mean, just, or her be, brother. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. She looked great when she mm. returned. Um, I couldn't. I kept. I couldn't like watch it properly because I kept like. I can get over what she looked like. Oh, and I know. <laughs> it was really I know. weird. It was. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad she's back, and it's nice having her back. I love Kathy. As, yeah. as we've said on the show on numerous occasions, we do love Kathy, and we always want her to have a storyline um mm. and she's literally picking up the storyline from like eight months ago yeah like, but... it's like there hasn't been a gap but there has well it's been forgotten somewhat that <laughs> ian begged kathy to not date masood because he was upset when he found out that she was still alive and now he wants her to be his mum and look after him mm. yeah because there were a few good scenes before she left where they were discussing that and they were quite they were quite decent but yeah it kind of got forgotten that her and masood were a thing and you kind of got the impression that she chose Ian over him. I thought she, would... she came back from holiday. Yeah. She's like all of a sudden on Masood. Quite literally Masood. on Masood. There was um, mentions of quite. Ian didn't hear us last night. Wink. Um, so... Or in the morning. <laughs> no. Once in the night. Yeah. Once at night and then once in the morning. I thought Kathy was going to be a bit more resistant. I thought there'd be a bit more of a resistance from mm. Kathy. Like, no, I can't. But it was quite full on. It was lit. The first person she saw when she got home. Yeah, was Masood. They went off to Orford East, had a drink, kissed. That was the end of it. <laughs> she must been reading like novels on on the beach and got a bit. Well, a few meals ahead of herself. Yeah. yeah, I bet she was. She's been thinking about three months. She's been there on that beach thinking <laughs> about Masood. <laughs> they should have shown a scene of Masood and Kathy kissing, and then shown a shot of the w- waves of the sea bouncing <laughs> along the sand. I know it's slight spoilers, but it's been announced that Masood is leaving mm. very shortly. So it kind of takes a bit away from the storyline. Yeah, because you know it's ultimately going to end yeah. badly. Poor Kathy. Poor Kathy, <laughs> I know. Another storyline of hers just gone. So um, it kind of takes it away slightly. Nothing ever goes right for Kathy, mm. and I feel a bit sorry for her for that fact. But uh, we had some news about Bobby Bill mm. being Ian, released. Ian got a letter. He's, he's been released in July. Mm. So Ian wants to then talk to Kathy about this. And I guess this is where the storyline is going to head, where Kathy has to choose her family or her love. Like, cause she she makes a point of saying, "I'll I'll be here, I'll be here for you for all of it." Yeah, because he she's encouraged. Because Ian's not sure whether he actually wants to have Bobby back, and he's actually he's more sure that maybe Jane should be. <laughs> Although in the past, I don't think Jane would have been a top choice either. <laughs> no, I'm I if they don't announce Bobby is returning, that's what I would have predicted that he would just go stay with Jane off screen. 
Yeah, but Jane, he had a, I suppose it was a love, a love hate relationship. I mean, Jane mm. loved Bobby, and that's why it was really her idea ultimately to cover up the whole Lucy murder. Uh, mm. Many, seems like such a long time ago it now. Um, and now that Bobby's being released, I don't think Bobby would have any preference between Jane or Ian. I mean, mm. there was a lot of talk before Friday's episode when then they did talk about jane must have got a letter to and so she must be aware that he's being released there's a lot of people said well why is jane not being involved with it because the court wouldn't know that jane doesn't live with ian anymore. i know because they're not divorced that we know mm. of unless that's been no they're not divorced because he still wears his wedding ring oh, yeah i mean it's very messy it's a shame that jane can't come in for like three weeks mm. even if she doesn't want to attend full time just to help because it's so hard to do this storyline with her off screen yeah, doesn't really make sense, but um, because there's Jane is very contactable because we know that Jane has talked to Masood. It's just and hasn't Ian has talked to Jane, hasn't he? Because he said he's yes, still because he invited her to the opening of the restaurant. That's and right. She said she had doing her hair or something, <laughs> something weird. <laughs> Looking after her dog. Kathy wants Bobby. She she's quite. She got lots of decisions made on holiday. She did. She wants Masood, and she's decided she wants Bobby home, mm. and she's going to be there to help. She has great put, grandma. She is. She's a good grandma. Great grandma. Great. grandma. <laughs> oh yeah, she's grandma. the great grandma. <laughs> Jeez, I can't. I just can't. You just. She hasn't watching the classic episodes. <laughs> like she, she looks I, younger now. She does. I mean, when we saw her what two weeks ago at the NTAs, and we were both like, "Wow, mm, no can't way. wait to see her." Like what she looks like now on the show she's just she's gotten better since since she's returned and gone to nta she looks different again mm. <laughs> since filming's begun yeah i can't cope it is she's a... got a new haircut she has new... she's got darker roots i noticed new... <laughs> and a middle party not a side party oh, right. that's what it is that's it that's the change i knew it was something i just couldn't put my finger <laughs> lots on of it. water i bet her ankles are like really chunky from all the water <laughs> retention and also, I loved how uh, when they're in the pub, there was a Lou Bill mention, mm. which is always nice when that happens. Yes, she still mentioned not Louise. Oh God, no, no Lou. Yeah, she'll put she put them all straight. Grandma if she was still would there. be uh, spinning in her grave if she Kathy would. was more Bill than her. They um, it felt like that the square is haunted by Lou, isn't it? So <laughs> like her mention is is always needed and relevant, mm. just so we can be reminded. I can't. Of I hope there's some re- mentions of her and Ethel and that lot like next week with Doctor mm. Leg. They're, because I know that her Dr. Leg and Dot like reminisce over things. Yeah. So I'm hoping to see photos on the table <laughs> and all sorts. Especially their recent trip, which we'll talk about on the uh, classic roundup later on mm. on the show. Um, talking about Dr. Leg's funeral, someone's going to miss it. And that's Ian, because he's been encouraged to go visit his son, Peter. Yeah, and talk about Bobby. Yeah. A hashtag build up the bills. Is Peter coming back? Bobby's coming back. Ben's back. It keeps getting Kathy, mentioned. as we know, is back. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Kathy's back. Um, hashtag give Kathy a storyline. It's been mentioned so many times, and I thought at first it was just a reminiscent thing by Ian, but I do think I think this is hints that the bills are being built back up again. Mm. Do you think Peter will come back though? Yes, I do. I think Peter what, will. What a new come face. Because um, he's in films. Yeah, there's no uh, indication that they wouldn't be recast. I mean, there's a lot of chat that Bobby's going to be recast, but I hope he isn't. Because no, he's good was he was, wasn't he? Well, you mentioned he's that he's a they, stage actor. He is a stage actor, so he's he's of the arts, and he um he's they've shown his photo recently, and you mm. said if they show old photos, of yeah, the cast... unwritten rule that is, because mm. he's on the mantelpiece still, mm-hmm. and it's the same actor. So yeah. if they're on the on display still, they're not being recast. No. Hence why we knew Zoe wasn't being recast, because they showed a picture of her recently. Yes, and the other Slate sister. 
who may may Lynn. Re- Lynn. She may make a return one day. She's not being recast. <laughs> no. But um, and I think also the fact that they're not being recast is another hint because it's been kept very quiet. Mm. So if there had been a recast, I think it would have been announced. Yes. So yes, another hint that the bills are being built. But yeah, he's going to New Zealand to see Peter. Mm. Do we know if Lauren's with Peter? We don't really. No one's really mentioned Lauren since she walked <laughs> she just, off in the graveyard. Did hobbled they? off. No she one's mentioned off. anything about her. So. Uh, don't want her to come back. We do know that Jacqueline Josser has been smoozing with the EastEnders cast a lot recently. Oh, yeah. She's got a lot of free time on her hands. She yeah. has a heck of If you look at her Instagram. We strongly recommend you look at her Instagram account if you I want don't. to see what a bored <laughs> housewife looks like. Um, and also she let, she told Ian um, that Homer sued her a couple and kissed in front of him. Yes. Ian didn't seem that fussed, to be honest with you. He just said he mm. wouldn't call him dad. And he thinks Kathy could do better. <laughs> Kathy could turn any head she turned my head maybe Keanu will move on to Kathy next after Sharon he likes him older that'd be good and Kathy likes him younger there's a lot of um, older women having relationships with younger men on the square it just suddenly hit me there's mm. the Kush and Denise. Denise Keanu Sharon Kathy Masood Den- Dennis and Tiff <laughs> <laughs> right so next up we have our ongoing feature which is Julie's legacy back with another part of our ongoing series <laughs> Many parts. of Julia's Legacy, where we take a look at every single Julia's theme used at the end of an episode. And there's a big one that we're missing this time, so don't email us. No. Because we know we're missing our great Pat Butcher, but she gets one for herself. We're, we're doing... Dedicated. We're, we're going to do a special one with, like, the... Special ones. Peggy. A special one for the special ones. Peggy, Pat, Pat. etc. Yeah. So, right, the first one we have this week is the 19th of May, 2011. And this is where Jane Bill leaves Wolford after an emotional farewell to her adopted son, Bobby. Mm. Mm. I mean, um, she leaves for perhaps not as long as we <laughs> think that I know, she should leave for. She's back in, like, a few eight, months. Eight months later, yeah. isn't it, she's returned. But um, on this occasion, she's left because she's had enough of Ian. They're, they've gone through the divorce. <laughs> Uh, she's got the cafe, which Ian's really bitter about because mm. that was that's been in his family since, or in his head as long as they've had the fruit and veg store, they've had that cafe. Not quite, but no, but in his head, yeah, he thinks they have legacy. It's a legacy. Um, but yeah, I mean, their marriage is at a all-time very Bit- horrible, bitter, it's a really nasty, yeah, catty moments, yeah, um, throughout this episode. And they're both trying to f- they're flinging mud at one another, mm. and Ian basically has had enough with how he feels Jane flaunting the fact that she kind of won the divorce as it were she won mm. the cafe and so pushed a little bit by Masood and Zainab's son's daughter's father yes <laughs> I forget his name yeah he um he kind of pushes Ian to then go over and publicly announce in front of everyone in the pub that Jane and Masood yes. had maybe not officially but maybe slept with one another yes in front of everyone mm. and this is the same night that Archie Baji is meant to be opening so it ruins the night for them as well with Zainab yes and yes. so a, a little side story Zainab tells Masood that he's not welcome in their house and once um, their children have been married off that mm. he's going to then have to move out but sleep in the closet <laughs> under the stairs so Masood <laughs> has upset Ian 
quite a lot, you know. He's been had an mm. affair with Jane. Yeah. Got with Kathy. Yeah. So he must have a lot to answer for for Mr. Bill. I know he must. He has something for the bills, doesn't he? Mm. He's, or, or just likes upsetting Ian, perhaps. Jane. Um, they have during that argument between Jane and Ian. She like brings up how she's not his type as well, and she never will be. She's not a slim blonde. No. Like all his other past ones. <laughs> and um, she says, "Oh, you just settled for me because I was here and stuff." But yeah, very evil relationship going it on. It was so. really because really Jane and Ian has despite the flaws on both parties it, Jane and Ian is always this strong relationship. Mm. You you always gunning for them to I think they're ultimately going to end up together to the, the on the, the on Ian Bill's very last ever episode of EastEnders he'll <laughs> be probably being married off to Jane yeah. one last time, you yeah. know. She the... seems to be the one who seems to come back. Yeah. Yeah, she's come back about three times. <laughs> she has and she forgives Ian every time and then something is always... I mean, when Jane left, this is going off the story a little bit, when Jane left recently, she didn't want to leave. She actually wanted to stay with mm. Ian. So she, there's always been that relationship. And that's probably why their their fight in this episode um, in 2011 was so nasty, because really they did still have affections for one another. Mm. And they realised that this fight was upsetting Bobby, because Bobby comes running down. And then, and then they both... That was innocent Bobby then. It was, before he learnt hockey. And uh, he... They they both mutually agree that this is enough and they need to stop. And so Jane says to Bobby, give me one of your toys. I'll look for somewhere for us to live in. And um, your toy will be always be there for when you come mm. and visit me. And she doesn't get a black cab exit or a train. She just walks off. She walks, she's walking all the way to her She's quite like jolly walk, I guess. It's quite a well, swing in her step yeah, with her one bag. <laughs> everyone leaves with one bag, isn't mm. it? And they return with the same. Um, yeah, I mean, they left... In the, on the whole, Ian and Jane then left on positive terms. Although mm. Ian did beg one last time. He said, I love you. And she basically cut him down and said, well, I don't love you anymore. Mm. Although in an episode in like three episodes time, which we we're about to talk about, Jane's back. So. Yes, but not f- with Ian. No. Jane's back and she's an independent single woman. She, yeah, she's doing comedy things on the radio. And all but no, this is when Jane did her, that was when Jane did her stand-up routine. <sighs> remember, do you remember that? Do you remember no, that? I don't. <laughs> I remember Tamwa did. I think well. it was the same time. Oh, God. It was the same time. That's when Tamwa used to dress up as Doc Cotton and do YouTube viral videos. <laughs> they even put it on the EastEnders website. Mm, and on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame because I see, you know, by 2011, you think Julia's theme needs to be used. When a character leaves <laughs> and they have a Julia's theme, it normally means they've left. There's some stature to it. Like, that's it. They're, uh, they're not coming back. Mm. But then she comes back in, like, a few months. Yeah. So it kind of takes away the point of it. You know, by 2011, I expect... Julie's theme to be used properly. Now. Higher standard, the highest standard of theme usage. None of this 1986 rubbish where they just <laughs> randomly use it whenever they want. No. So next up, we have the 26th of May, so a week later. It's not very good. Right, in 2011, and this one is very sad. This is when Jim Branning leaves in an ambulance to go to a care home, despite Dot not really wanting him to, but eventually comes to terms that she can't cope. Yeah, she's very resistant to the idea. Mm. And all the Brannings around her house, Jack, Max, Carol. Max, Carol. Yeah, the three siblings are sort of taking choices away from Dot and saying, no, Jim needs to just go. We, we've got busy lives and she can't cope. But um, Dot wants to be there for Jim. Mm. Jo- Dot insists that she does, can cope. But then you later on find out that it's more that she's worried that she's going to feel lonely and she's going to mm. be without Jim. That's her last kind of connection with uh, a relationship that she has mm. a close relationship was always with Jim yeah, it's very sad this ending because the things going up on behind the scenes with the actor where he mm. had a stroke in real life and he was he was meant to be coming back full time 
but he never he really recovered. No. no, he never really recovered properly. Yeah. And, and this is actually his last appearance. Yeah, it's really, really sad. Yeah. Um, and and you know they associated it really well actually, and they gave him a good, a nice send off when Dot says one last goodbye to him and and mm. apologizes to him. Um, but then she kind of gives the dialogue that he would have said as well, and that is like, oh, stop, stop babbling, woman. You know, just just mm. you know, I understand. I get on with it. But you can tell with his face uh, that Jim is very sad and upset and he mm. doesn't, you know... You can tell that the actor's upset mm. as well. Mm. Like, he's probably not acting on these bits. He generally knows that it's like... That's what June Brown says. She says, if I didn't work, I know I'm over. And yeah. You can kind of see that in his face. So it's really sad. And you can see all the scenes were filmed in um, his own house with sets around him and stuff. Yeah, even the ambulance scene is... Mm. You can tell that that's not an ambulance that no. they're sitting in. It's, and it's cut very well, you know. It's cut outside. I mean, um, Fat Boy gives him gives uh, Dot some comfort by just mm. saying that there, there's lots of people in the square. We're all here. We'll all look after you. Um, you don't have to feel alone if Jim leaves. Um, because... He spots her. She started drinking. She's on the uh, sherry. It's got to be bad if she's. If I know. Not drinking. medicinal. Well, it is medicinal, but a bit too <laughs> medicinal for dots like yeah. it. Yeah, very sad to see Jim go because he's a lovely character. He had so much history of the show and all those people around him, and it was just sad, sad to see that he left like that. Because he was meant. He was. He. They said, you know, when you're better, you can come back. But, mm. Mm, very upsetting. It's. It's. Yeah. It's. It's sad just because of the the circumstances outside of the show, mm. rather than it, and it, life imitating art, I suppose. But it, it everything that was happening outside was was being shown on the screen at that point, and it was really sad. And I think the whole cast kind of felt, or at least the immediate people who'd worked with yeah. the actor felt. Uh, yeah, it's the same. Sean, Sonia wasn't in the show at the time. Oh I'm yeah, that's when she, she was with there. Martin. Yeah, yeah. So that's a shame. That she mm. didn't come back for Jim. I mean, one note for our oh, love for Jack Brenning. He didn't. He wasn't there to see his dad off. Yeah, good old Jack. He's busy. I'm um, trying to woo. <laughs> he's trying to woo Ronnie, wasn't he? Which is our next, <laughs> more important. Which is our next story. But yeah, no, he yeah he's gone off trying to get Ronnie back on side because they you know obviously that of last week when we talked about the scenes where uh, they break up after mm. Ronnie's discovered from the baby napping. Yeah, he doesn't go see his own dad away. I know. Give Max his juvies there. So's Carol. <laughs> Max was there probably to make sure he was off. (laughs) Yeah, probably wasn't the biggest fan of Jim, was he? No, he wasn't. So speaking of Ronnie, our next one is the 7th of July 2011. And this is carry on from the baby swap storyline. We've seen last week where Kat and Alfie had their like happy ending where they got Tommy back. And this is the redemption-ish of Ronnie where the actresses chose to leave the show. So um, it's basically Ronnie finding peace with what she did and accepting what she did and facing three years in prison. Mm. I mean, it wouldn't be a soap without a little bit of drama before the uh, the niceness of the end. Um, and so Ronnie is set up by Michael Moon, who's dating her sister, mm. Roxy, at the time. And he's brainwashing Roxy and trying to brainwash uh, Kat and Alfie, yeah, to really be against Ronnie. And his main reason for doing it is he's not particularly a fan of Jack's. I mean... And, yeah, ben and cop. He's a big, but yeah, he's a bent cop. He's never really liked uh, Jack very mm. much. And um, yeah, and so Michael basically he looks after. Yeah, Roxy's he offers mobile to look, phone. Yeah, and also offers to look after Tommy so Cat and Alfie have a bit of rest because the court case is happening. Yeah, because Cat's writing out her statement for the court case to be mm. read out, and he takes Tommy uh, to the playground, leaves at the playground text ronnie from roxy's phone and then ronnie comes along and it looks like that ronnie has again stolen mm. the baby once more i did feel for ronnie here 
I know what she did was bad and stuff, but you do feel for Ronnie, don't you? Oh yeah, well, there's, there's there's rubbing salt deliberately into a wound yeah. to wind someone up, um, and that was yeah, that was mm. a nasty thing like, to do oh, by Michael. Can, can they not one thi- nice <laughs> thing happen to Ronnie? <laughs> never, never no. ever to, to to her bitter end. Nothing nice mm. ever happened to Ronnie. No. Um, and she and yeah, but eventually Mike. Michael does admit that he had done it because mm. Roxy finds a text message on Ronnie's phone that yes. she didn't send. Mm-hmm. And um, they show it to Kat, and that makes Kat question well, her yes. loyalties as well. So this is interesting because when they get to the court, so Jack says to Ronnie, we should run away. To Mexico. Yeah, to Mexico, because that's Jack's answer to everything. Run away! He <laughs> said it to Stacy. he said it to Ronnie. And he, she says, no, I need to face up to my truths. I need to admit to what I've done, which is very admirable. And so she's in the uh, court and um, the solicitor for Kat says, oh, you've changed your statement. So the audience thinks... Cat's changed her statement. She's always going to stay. Oh, I understand what she's like. No, I, I, you mm. know, I feel sorry for her. But no, it's a much worse. It's a much worse statement, basically it showing it, uh, how it's tore her family apart. And she'll never let Ronnie into her house, and no. she has to lock all the doors. And yeah, really, really nasty. And but Ronnie accepts it. She she looks at Cat and kind of bows down and says, "Yeah, I did do wrong." And then when Ronnie's mm. solicitor then tries to de- defend it. Ronnie stops him and says, nope, I don't want you to defend it. Mm, I just I want to be punished. I want it. to be punished for this it. This sort of had to be done for her character, I feel. Like the scriptwriters probably, you know, this had to be done for any chance of Ronnie to come back again. For redemption. Yeah. Mm. Like it was one of those things because it was such a controversial storyline. So she had, she got sentenced to three years. This is when Kat stood up and said, no, that's not fair. She's lost her child too. Mm, and it Kat sort was, of clicked. Didn't it? It, yeah. was, it was real then when she actually got a sentence. Mm, and Kat goes over and, and a bit like that scene, in, I said to you, it's like Star Trek. That mm, scene in Star Trek when Spock and, yeah, yeah. Spock and, uh, and Kirk um, touch hands on the glass. Mm. Um, Kat looks at her and says, I forgive you. I do. I forgive you now. <laughs> and so there's a nice, as you said, there's the redemption. She's admitted mm. her wrong. She's going to go to prison for it and she can make up the time. And when she comes back, everyone will be happy to see Ronnie yeah, return. Exactly. And um, um, yeah, she looks at her little necklace of the baby. Well, and... Ronnie, because Ronnie's been put down for contempt of court <laughs> because throughout the case, she's shouting because Ro- Roxy, sorts, Roxy yeah. um, forgives um, Ronnie as well. Now she knows the truth about Michael. And yeah, and so she's down in the in the uh, cells too. And as they walk past each other, Roxy gives her her necklace. Mm. And as you say, Ronnie opens it up and she sees her child. A nice little fact as well. Oh, this isn't actually a Julius theme. It's a shortened version of a Peggy's theme. Oh, a Mitchell theme. So a little theme. bit different. Yeah. Call it a so Mitchell they gave theme. that to Ronnie. So yeah, that was nice. She got her three years in prison, redemption, <laughs> and everyone um, can forgive her when she returns. So the last one that we are talking about is the seventeenth of January, two thousand and twelve, and this is when Ricky Butcher bids an emotional farewell to his family and leaves Wolford by train. Now we have talked about this, but the other way round. When yes. Bianca left, because it was basically the same, it but was, the other way around. But but yeah, but this time not in a public Waterloo station. It was more. It was at on the, set. It yeah. was on set. Wolford East. East. Yeah, tube station. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, Ricky, he's leaving again. Like, I mean, they brought him back for the purpose of doing this, didn't yeah. they? So he was brought back for a short-term contract, almost just to give Bianca a little, uh, just bump. give a bump, yeah, a little story. I mean, she went to prison, and Ricky slept. With Mandy Salter, who came back too. Yes. Um, and Bianca found out. And uh, Ricky tries his hardest to try to show that he still loves mm. Bianca. Because he, gets... he slept with her on the day of like Pat's death. So he was like blaming his emotional state. Oh, right. But it can be that emotional if you could still... <laughs> 
put up the performance, Ricky. <laughs> for, especially for Mandy. <laughs> she probably was out of it at the time. They both were. I um, mean, Mandy is back, isn't she? And she's dating Ian. And this is when Jane's around too. So mm, uh, Jane yeah. must be fine with it. Very unpopular bringing her back. No. She only came back for a year because no one... She didn't hit it off with the um the audience. Yeah, I mean, like when she was in it originally, she was only she was a, she was almost a one story line, yeah. wasn't she? And so to come back and then become and they tried to make out that she was still this kind of druggy person, but yeah, it didn't really didn't sit really well. gel, did no. it? Not, not really. Um, as you said earlier, J- uh, Jane put up uh, quite a comedy performance for the newspaper because they're doing a charity <laughs> event for cancer because yeah. Tanya has discovered that she has cancer now. Um, and so yeah. they do a performance, but Tanya's getting very drunk in the Queen Vic this 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 mm. day. Acting so. like Lauren, she is. Yeah. Oh, Lauren's 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 been in a lot of episodes too. Yeah, we just skip her. <laughs> <laughs> Max and Lauren seems to be in every single Julius Julius theme episode. Mm, as a as a B yeah, B plot. always them. Mm. And it's really weird every time. So yeah, so Bianca tells Ricky there's no nothing he can do or say will make her love him anymore. He gets a tattoo put on his chest. <laughs> Saying Bianca forever yeah. with a rose and, and a heart. Said, oh, I don't like tattoos anymore. Yeah. Oh no, I I thought you liked David Beckham and his tattoos. No, I like David Beckham. All <laughs> oh, right. How how easily confused. Mm. Um. But I um, mean, yeah, it doesn't have much emotional stand for me, Ricky, because I'm not a big Ricky lover. I'm afraid. Oh, I don't mind Ricky. The Ricky and Bianca relationship was really interesting, but yeah, then when they but... kept poking it in and putting it in and putting it in, it just it mm. got really. It's a bit like now the Cat and Alfie story. Mm, I mean, they keep. Had enough. You've had enough. They keep coming back to it. And they keep coming back to it, and eventually mm. you just get tired of it. I mean, you noticed that when Ricky had his tattoo, he hadn't had uh, the area shaved. I know. Which is a one oh one. Exactly. It's almost as if it was fake. Yeah. Made by the makeup department. But, um, yeah. I always find Julius seems to work better on female characters. Don't know why. They seem to be more hard hitting than the, the stupid Ricky leaving on train. I mean, it was it was sweet seeing Bianca because when Rick when they got to the station and Ricky hugged her and he he's, gave it one more chance to get together <laughs> and Bianca was like, no, just stop. There's no point. Mm. This is it now. That was quite that was quite powerful by Bianca. She kind of pushed him away when mm. perhaps she was because she was in a quite desperate situation with all her kids and she didn't really have any job. So you think she you know she might have forgiven him, but then Bianca's always been very strong willed and able to move forward yeah i have no <laughs> attachment rate to them i'm afraid no so it didn't mean much to me but the ronnie one was the best one i feel oh yeah that was excellent that was the, really the, and it was an hour long and there was a real story to it like it could have been a self-contained drama within itself mm. if you knew obviously the beginning yeah. and the what happens so, after yeah so we're getting there we're going into 2012 and 13 next week yes and um yeah this is now basically now julia's theme is basically used for people leaving is now from from now on pretty much because then they started using a different theme for other scenarios didn't mm. they or no theme at all in some instances well someone leaves well, uh, by wings by little mix <laughs> but we won't talk about that cause sadly that's not no because that's not julius <laughs> but then we might we might one day do a spin-off where we do the ones where it's the uh, wings from little mix <laughs> isn't there another one as well didn't they um... there's one with Haley when she's on top of the oh that was recent yeah. yeah that was that wasn't julius theme that was a different song that was like her a... walkman <laughs> Her iPod. But um, yeah, we're getting there and um, yeah, more popular characters will be leaving next week. Um, as always, if you have any thoughts, do tweet, Facebook or Instagram us. Just look for EastEnders Weekly Podcast or email EastEndersWeekly at gmail.com. And that was Julia's Legacy.
On to the hot affair of the year, 2019. Well, carrying over from 2018. <laughs> it's just that hot. It is. Steaming. Uh, we've got the <laughs> Shianu storyline continuing. My first issue with this storyline this week. Here we go. <laughs> well, the fact that Keanu just goes to Spain on this job that may kill him. Yes. Bit strange. Yeah, you think he'd be a bit more resilient. But yeah, then I suppose... Like, okay, I'll pack my fur coat. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> he's a man torn though, isn't he? He's, a, he's, he's in a situation where he's kind of dug himself a hole and he knows that to get out of it would also dig himself further into another hole. So perhaps perhaps in his own mind he thinks that this is this is a good opportunity I'll for me to kind untold. of move away. Yeah, and just kind of the distance would do mm. us better. But we know that distance isn't really their friend because when Sharon was away for that month in Australia, Keanu just kept listening to the answer phone message. Do you think Keanu will leave Sharon a message this time? That Sharon will keep listening oh, to? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Sharon, my... It's over. It's over, Sharon. Sharon, oh, bad time to think. Thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I've been smuggling drugs. Yeah. Or whatever he's doing in Spain. In my muscles. <laughs> we had some really good scenes um, with this storyline this week. Um, Sharon demanding credit cards off field to go shopping for, for shoes, shoes. <laughs> which was amazing in itself. We did um, a little poll, by the way, of what shoes everyone thought she'd be getting: kitten heels, or high heels, or nude pair of trainers. Um, overwhelmingly, everyone said high heels. Yeah, of course. Why not? It's Sharon. Uh, yes, stilettos. Um, we also had some good scenes with her and Louise because Louise is feeling down still after her two-week relationship with Keanu. Mm. So Sharon takes her shopping. And then they go to the Vic. Yeah, because they're ladies, so retail therapy. <laughs> and um, they have a lasagna. <laughs> and a glass of white wine. <laughs> but not a large for Louise. And a lot of people online were moaning, saying Tracy served an underage person. You can, as long as you're eating. I've worked yes. in a pub, yeah. and that's the law. You're allowed one glass. Um, I can't remember the age anymore. I think it's 15. Mm. So, yeah, you're allowed one so glass. So there you go, everyone, as long, as moaning. As as yeah. Trace, poor Trace. <laughs> Why don't you talk to your She's local... she got a dog at home. Talk to your local Republican. <laughs> They'll give you, they'll set you straight. Poor Tracy. I noticed as well, Cathy was talking to Tracy loads behind the scenes when Ruby and Jay were talking in the Vic. They oh. were having a right old gossip, oh. her and Trace. Oh, she's Miss Cathy, yeah. isn't she? Tracy, Tracy's an original. Friend. Don't forget, Tracy's an original yeah. as well. Tracy was the one who got a phone call from Cathy, remember, when she came back from the dead? Yes. <laughs> Trace, got... I need your help. <laughs> Phil, there's a call for you. I think it's Cathy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, I've, I like those scenes with Sharon being like, demanding credit cards and taking Louise out and mm. um, Keanu was outside and Louise didn't want to walk past him and Sharon was like no follow me yeah. I'll tell you what to do <laughs> no, she just walked past yeah, and <laughs> completely ignored him so yeah it was funny that really upset Keanu as well like he proper welled mm. up when, <laughs> when he's very upset him. this week Keanu well, a but... bit stalkery Slightly? When he's, yeah, over Sharon. He's like, yeah, he's like um, there all the time. Mm. <laughs> Just walking in <laughs> to her kitchen or walking past her or walking up to her or all sorts. I think he really he appreciates his own mistake. He's he's messed it's up like a here. lost puppy. Yeah. Yeah, he is lost. Like he's Rolly. lost without Sharon. <laughs> or Willie. <laughs> he's a Willie without a lead. He needs comfort, doesn't he? He needs to be mothered. He is someone who needs to be mothered. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Sharon... Ultimately, he loves Sharon because of that reason. Because I think there's it's a lot more. Mm. Um, but he likes Sharon over Louise because Louise is really needy and immature. Mm. Whereas I... Sharon tells him straight, exactly tells him what he wants exactly. and how to, how he wants it. And Keanu's really the needy one, <laughs> and he can't stand someone else mm. being more needy than him. He wants a nice dominatrix. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and he's massive. Nice pair, nice pack of furry um, handcuffs. Mm. I mean, he did again really mess up this week when we found out that he was. 
really affectionate toward Louise by saying that his scars made her beautiful and he kissed the scars. Mm. And, and I mean, oh, that's dangerous yeah, ground that to play. Sharon. Yeah. And it kind of explained why Louise was so upset because this is the first man really who's kind of accepted her for her scars and all. Well, her boyfriend before, the one that she just ditched like two <laughs> years ago, he was really supportive to her. She just got rid of him. Well, no, he was with her before the yeah. candles. And, but he um, was really nice. And he she was just got nice. rid of him. He was nice. I can't remember his name. <laughs> no, I can't either. I do know it. It's on. It's in my head. But um, yeah, he was really nice. She just ditched him. Mm. Keanu kisses her scars, and he's the next best thing. Yeah. Well, he. You know, she needs. She does need. As you said, she's as needy as Keanu is, and mm. so gives a bit more of a explanation for why Louise has taken it so hard after like only a week of being together. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, she was planning trips to the zoo with him, so that's that's, true. that's three months down the line for most relationships. You know. Who's going to teach her driving now? Well, she has already passed her theory. Yeah, theory. Who's oh, going to teach him more practical? Well, Phil, surely. Or buy lessons. Maybe Ben will ca- catch up with her. He'll do it in the spring for her. Yeah, there's a long return. time for her to wait. We need... Because this is obviously heading to a Louise does something wrong in her car storyline real soon. <laughs> she'll pass her driving test and then she'll probably knock someone down. Oh, no, not another one. Mm. Not on the same Bender Road Why would... now. <laughs> no. Why would they make such an emphasis, though, of her passing her driving test? There's a reason Maybe for she'll it. be really bad at cars and it will be like, Mitchell's are meant to be good at cars. Mm. <laughs> no. She's got she's got Lisa's genes for the, her mechanical side. <laughs> she's not mechanically minded, is she really? It's, it's a shame. But like mm. I say, she's making an emphasis. There's, there's an emphasis for a reason about mm. the car thing. I um, enjoyed that Phil had a phone call. <laughs> yes. And Sharon's like, who's it from? <laughs> Spain. <laughs> Spain's calling. Yeah, the whole Spain. It was like Eurovision, wasn't it? This is Spain calling, <laughs> giving our points for the Eurovision. Can you imagine if Letitia Dean gave our points for Eurovision? That'd be well good. Do not tease <laughs> such a suggestion. <laughs> That'd I, be hilarious. I'm, I, I'm overwhelmed. I'd love it. She'd have to. Hi, darling. <laughs> Letitia Dean here <laughs> with the points from the United Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Phil got a call from Spain. We still don't know what is going on in Spain. Something's gone wrong or not going to plan. Mm, some plan, yeah, some mm. some deal that's not and going. There's down. a job that Phil needs to do, but it's an easy job. Even Robbie Jackson, could do <laughs> even it. Robbie Jackson, still in India. He is hiding. Although sure. he was in a car accident recently, Dean Gaffney, Gaffney, but it didn't make the news. <laughs> oh, so I couldn't find out what happened. Oh. He hasn't tweeted. <laughs> it's probably because it's been an accident. I hope it's okay, but there's been no news reported on it. Oh, well, so. wish, we wish you well, Dean Gaffney, if you're listening. Yeah, he will be. He's a fan member. He, oh, yes, he, he does. Me. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Listening in hospital with his legs up. <laughs> Can you imagine using the entire body body cast? <laughs> <laughs> he can't get the headphones out. I want to turn this off. <laughs> yeah, what is this rubbish? <laughs> turn it off. Um, so, yeah, I'm a bit worried about Dean Gaffney, but no mm. news of him coming back. So Well, we'll it's, see. now you've dropped that bombshell. It's probably not for a little while yet. But, yeah, so he says oh, it's a job anyone can do. So mm. Sharon thinks, oh. Out of sight, out of mind, mm. as suggested by the girls. Mm. Another one of the good scenes of the storyline was the four characters who don't usually interact that much. We had Honey, Denise, Linda and Sharon. Mm. So, yeah, girls club. Coming up, coming up with a plan for how they can solve Louise's problem. Get yeah. over men in, t- in general, just all men. Denise seems completely overcushed, though. She, she does. Well, she told a story of how she dumped or was dumped by one man, and then the same night she found another one and slept with him. Mm. So you know, loose. And uh, Honey brought up that she used to be a honey trap. Yeah, right. 
back mm. throw back to her first scene. I know. For Patrick. That's who she was there for. <laughs> she was a host trap for Patrick. Yes. Hence the name. But there was a nice scene, like, just the four characters talking and being friendly. So a shame Mel's not involved, because she's still quite lonely, Mel. I mean, Mel's got her own bother to deal with. Her I know, own but son. she's so isolated. Mm. Like, she could have been slotted in there. I think, no, not in this situation, especially this week. Stressed. It's really, mm. yeah, yeah. Which, again, keeps, keep listening. <laughs> we'll be talking about them soon. Mm. But they're all talking about how to get over men and do this and how there's, like... Keanu gets mentioned a few times and Sharon's just sitting there like yeah. getting a bit sweaty on her forehead. <laughs> sweaty brow. <laughs> and she, she, she escapes, doesn't she, by saying, oh, I just get another bottle of wine. And then mm. she just skulks off without anyone's yeah. knowledge. Which Linda took really offensively. <laughs> she, she, really... she knows something's not quite up with her best mate. Well, yes, Linda discusses about the crush again. So mm. obviously Linda's going to start asking more and more I kind of want questions. Sharon to tell someone now. Mm. Like mm. just confined in like if michelle was there she would have by now but she probably has with yeah michelle that's screens, it doesn't count but yeah like linda can she tell it depends on what linda would feel because she might compare it to mick and whitney and like not like true sharon true wouldn't yeah she'd, she'd give her a cautionary tale mm. i mean linda is her second best friend so um mm, when it suits when, exactly maybe she can confess to mel well, she could if Mel's... Shut up, Sharon, busy. Yeah. <laughs> that's all she says to <laughs> that's everyone. That's all she says to Billy, isn't it? Billy's so kind to Mel. Mm. Anyway, we'll talk about that a bit later, but yeah. But yeah, I don't know who else she could tell, apart from Linda, but I don't know if Linda would... Because she, she, when she was talking about her crush a few months ago, Linda said, oh, you can look, but don't ever touch. I don't ever like that. Or window that's shopping. Why, yeah, that's why Sharon then thought, oh, I won't tell you then. Mm. But, yeah. but it keeps getting brought up. Linda obviously knows that it's, this is still an issue for Sharon. Maybe she could tell Kat. Sharon and Kat could have a little friendship thing. Tell Kathy. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Kathy. <laughs> Kathy. She's back. She's got a cafe <laughs> where all women are welcome to talk their problems. She, remember? Yeah. And she came back and the next, the very next day she was working in the cafe. Having chats with Shirley. Shirley's talking about beating up uh, Ben in the square after she killed her oh, yeah. best mate, Cheryl. Oh, uh, yeah, Ev. But um, mm. this isn't about Kathy. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Keanu's gone. And Sharon's really worried and asks Karen if she's heard anything about Keanu. And Karen lies. Mm, she's always having well of a time. Mm. All the women around there, loving it. So Sharon's like, she looks really warped. She looks like, oh, that's fine. I'll tell Louise. And she turns around. She's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time for a glass of wine. But, um, no, Karen's phoning Keanu's phone. No one's picking up. Mm. She hasn't heard from him. So, yes. And she's asked Keegan and she's not heard anything. And Karen's also on to Sharon. She knows that. There's still something in the air there mm. between them. And too. the dialing tone was a British dialing tone. But I think that's just like a error. Mm. He, I think he is in Spain. Oh, what, the ringing? Yeah, I think that's just a... Oh, I don't know what a Spanish ringtone sounds like. No, but it's not a international one. Oh, but okay. I, I think that's more of just like a... That's probably why Karen... <laughs> yeah. Not like he's secretly not in Spain. I don't think that is. Karen hasn't been putting the international code at the beginning of the number. <laughs> So she's just phoning a random old man yeah. who can't get to the phone in time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Keanu's off because he's obviously on Panto. He's playing the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Or so at the time of the filming yeah, he was. so that's why he's now gone. So yeah, we just have Sharon on her own for a bit. Mm. So that'd be good. Stewing and her. all the girls around loads of wine and parties, I think. That's what I can see coming. Pickled in alcohol. <laughs> goodness right so we are just going to go off um step back in time now because we've got some classic eastenders to chat about there's a magical mystery tour of the human digestive system in body matters in half an hour on bbc one after this evening's episode of eastenders 
No, I don't know about you, but... What a week. What a week in the classic EastEnders. They're obviously off back from their summer holidays. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, lots going on. We had an amazing episode where they filmed on location. The Isle of Dogs and Greenwich. Mm. I mean, I was looking for the Millennium Dome. I couldn't find it anywhere, Ben. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah. Um, yeah, all of the girls are out on darts team, so they're doing a rival pub in London. So, um, yeah, Sue's there, Pat's there, Pauline, Dot, Ethel. Yeah, a few Kathy. cheerleaders, a few cheerleaders from the market. Yeah, Lil and Maureen, the yeah. extras, I love them. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what a great two episodes on Logan. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. And we got to see the legend Mike Reed mm, back. Frank's first appearance. Yeah, it was Frank Butcher. Yeah, because he'd sent like a letter to Pat saying where he'd be and she'd mm. be in the same location. So she tells everyone, I'm going to go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it like, disappears for like eight hours. Five hours later. <laughs> and, and like eight hours later, they're at the pub and Paul, Pauline's like, oh, we're just waiting for Pat. She's in the toilet. <laughs> like, Pauline, have you not twigged yet that maybe she's not in the toilet? I mean, Pauline was infatuated with her new... Uh, uh, best friend mm, hunky yeah he's <laughs> the, so this hunky. new revelational word that um Kathy yeah. learned from barry barry says it all the time hunky <laughs> <laughs> he, he was he was far from hunky mm. i mean the definition of the words obviously changed through time well Kathy's married to pete bill so he's quite hunky compared to pete bill <laughs> do you think do you think he says to pete oh pete you're looking hunky <laughs> when he puts his, his, his cowboy hat on and his oh he had a belt as well this week I know. he had a it's silver buckle he yeah it's my best clothes kath knew i was here yeah she'd have me that last shot oh it's a completely different storyline but the last shot when kathy came into the vic and caught pete gambling with colin she was there like twiddling the, the keys, keys. Around. <laughs> That's hilarious. But um, yeah, this Isle of Dog episode was amazing because you had so many things going on. You had Kath and Sue looking at posh apartments and Sue realising, you know, it'd be great to live in this nice place, but you can't bring your friends with you. Yes, there's mate. no community. No, you can't, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Kath says mate. And yeah, like you said, Pauline is getting flirted by this guy who seems to be quite interested in it. He's obviously actually turned up in Albert Square as well. Yeah, met Arthur. He's he's put himself upon them a little bit, hasn't yeah. he? Arthur wants him out. Yeah. He just took his tea off it. <laughs> yeah, it's coffee. Yeah, he's just put his take his uh, saucer and said the door's that way. <laughs> Get out. Um, so yeah, Pauline's liking that because it's probably like the first bit of attention Pauline's ever had because she's quite down on herself, isn't she, Pauline? Bless her. Yeah, but I mean Arthur. Arthur does, you can tell Arthur loves Pauline. It's just that he doesn't show it all the time. Mm, I think it's just a bit of... It's nice to get attention. Yeah, I think that's it? how Pauline sees it. She yeah. sees it as, wow, someone's paying me attention. Yeah. This is not good. So that's really nice. And Ethel and Dot would have their day out as well on the picnic. Well, Ethel, Ethel was having a whale of a time. She'd had a bit too much to drink. She wanted an ice cream with two flakes, mm. um, which I can't blame her. <laughs> You know, yeah. Dot kept like telling her off for being immature for wanting ice cream as well. Oh yeah, yeah but the, <laughs> Dot does apologise to her afterwards and says, "I'm really sorry. You're quite right. You should mm. be enjoying ourselves." And then Dot does enjoy herself because um, <laughs> Pat brings along a bag of oranges, but doesn't tell anyone that she's laced the oranges with vodka. <laughs> yeah. And Dot's just takes the whole bag. Dot eats the whole bag of oranges, <laughs> and is just in this stupor in the pub mm. it's a really smoky pub oh, like my goodness they were the, mm. the old days weren't that they that was a real pub wasn't a it? real um cloud of smoke where everyone was obviously having a good good old puff of their cigarettes mm. as they were drinking and they won the match so that's all that matters they did their first game they've won their friendly and they've won their official match now mm. so uh yeah and uh, den is very happy that they're doing so well the queen vic dart team is doing so very well <laughs> And it was really great to see um Frank as well. Like instantly, mm. you think, yeah, that's a uh, 
that's an iconic character straight away. Don't oh, you? Fant- yeah, he's just great. I love Frank. I've always loved Frank, mm. and uh, yeah, I'm so glad. But now we have to wait a little bit longer now for his true introduction. Yeah. A few more months. I'm really looking forward to the wedding of Pat and Frank because um I've seen lots of clips. It's my of old it. knees up. It is. It's a proper London Cock, knees, up. knees up. East End knees up. Um, we had a character leave, an original character, Calvin. Yes. Which was quite a strange end for him. He kind of just left. I oh, see. I kind of thought it suited him because he doesn't like fuss. Mm. So even though they organised this party for him and Colin had made this really cool futuristic computer-like banner, <laughs> which Sharon said, I tried doing something like that. Doesn't work out quite as well. Can't get the spice. Space is the same. <laughs> yeah, the spaces are the same. I mean, Sharon really is showing that she's a jack of all trades, isn't she? Mm. State agent, retail manager, pub oh, assistant. Yeah. yeah, she can do Graphic it Graphic design. <laughs> <laughs> Wife to feel. Um, but yeah, Calvin just, he doesn't go to the party. He leaves a note for Carmel and just says thanks thanks yeah. everyone but i'll see them like in the summer or whatever norwich isn't he? he's gone to the university yeah, in norwich he's just gone to university but he never appears again ever but, but which surprised this is what surprised me because about three or four times it was mentioned that he would return for big events yeah. special events so you thought that they obviously had him returning mm. in mind it is strange it is a strange one because even like two years ago they mentioned him about three or four times mm. and they always like if someone dies they would go oh there's flowers from calvin and um, his dad. Yeah. Like they always bring him up, but then he never returns. It's I really mean, weird. They might get a mention again at the uh, funeral of Doctor Leg yeah. next week. They celebrated him leaving by just reminding us of the glory days of the band. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I like that reference because they were ashamed of it, but they still showed it, so it's good. Do you reckon they'd <laughs> they'd have that as Doctor Leg's funeral? <laughs> You could have Sharon walking through doing like a slow Could version of Sharon something says, out of Sharon's like, I've got something planned. I don't want to tell anyone. And she turns up and all the bands are there. <gasps> Confetti guns. <laughs> they do like an acapella version. Yeah. Gonna something out of nothing. That'd be good. Um, we've also <laughs> got um, a gambling again. The men. Yeah, yeah we've had another... the women's storyline of dark. We've now got the men's storyline. Well, while the cat's away, yeah. the mice do play. Pete's well away. I think he's so clever to go behind Kathy's back because he's got not much money because his stool ain't doing too well. It isn't. So his answer is gambling. Yeah, Lou won't let him expand. No, he wants to do the fish. He's, he's explained to him, well, I'm not <laughs> changing the stool. We're adding more to the stool. So, you know, when you buy your fruit and veg, what's the first thing you immediately think of? <laughs> Seafood. Mm, fish. Yeah. So. But um, she says, I haven't forgiven you. And then he gives her some brandy. And she goes, I've forgiven you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lou's got a really suspicious drinking habit recently. Medicinal. Mm. The doctor told her, she said. Yeah, but she's hiding it from Pauline. When, when she poured herself <laughs> and Ethel a drink, um, as soon as Pauline walked through the door, she quickly downed it, <laughs> necked it, literally necked it, and then put it in her bag. It was like, oh, I just got Ethel a quick drink. And Ethel was like, oh, hang on. <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's, there's I a... love them. I love Dot, Ethel, and Lou. So do I. I just love the way they throw insults at each other, but mm. they just take it. But they're friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's amazing. But um, yeah, there's they're doing gambling, and Kathy didn't want Peter to do it. Cause they ain't got much money, but she does catch them in the end because Ange helps. She gives her a set of keys to the mm. Vic, and she, her and Colin bust in on. Yeah, their, their poker game. but they took their wallets out of their pockets before they went and arrived for the poker game, mm. and so that's why. Yeah, as you were saying earlier, and Kathy Pete's was... in full cowboy outfit. Yeah, <sighs> even he... Lou made a remark saying how stupid he looked. Yeah, again, he's made like three <laughs> remarks. Now. Didn't he have a jacket as well with like tassels down yeah. the arm? Yeah, it's his oh. best gear. He said it's his only good outfit. It's all we can afford now with the fruit and vegetable. Mm. I mean, talking about uh, needing the money, who is going to get their baby back? 
Well, her mum won't give it back. But she's tried it through the social care and, um, <laughs> and yelled at everyone. Yelled, yeah, basically screamed her way of yeah. getting the way she wants. Carmel's like, I've worked three nights for free to um, just build up a case for you. You don't even want to get my money back. You don't love me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, for yeah. God's sake, get Mary. my flat. <laughs> oh. She's got a new boyfriend, Rod, though. And Rod's kind of her, her, her conscience. So he's getting bored of her. You can well, tell he I... keeps looking at other people. Mm. He's looking at Donna behind the bar, the new girl. Who's been That's everywhere? True. Well, yes. Let's talk about Donna Ludlow. I've lived in I've lived in Canada and Australia yeah, and New York. Paul driving. <laughs> well, yeah. When she went to apply for the job at the shop, um, Neymar had no intention of giving her the job because she couldn't get any references or any information of her past. As soon as she said, "I've got a driving license," oh, that'd be useful. Yeah. Have a job. <laughs> yeah, she's a suspicious character. I mean, not no one really knows much about mm. her at the moment. So she keeps she keeps her her stories keep expanding. Like she mm. lives in Australia and Canada and has lived over, and mm. so. There's, yeah, something suspicious about yeah. her, and unless you know what it is already, yeah, we won't be saying. No, we're keeping that to ourselves. But um, yeah, very interesting. And Kathy's had a call from the Samaritans, and she thinks it's someone she knows. Yes, she can't work out who it is. It's not Mary. Well, no, we, yes, because she asked Mary, Mary tells her. straight out. Stop me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Just leave me alone. <laughs> I reckon it's Michelle. That's my guess. She hasn't been on screen for a while. She, she hasn't been on screen though. for a while and she's really showing strained. Yeah. Signs Poor of strain. Lofty. We also had a football match which was exciting to watch because their short shorts were hilarious. Uh, well, it's 80s, wasn't it? It was proper <laughs> 80s football fashion. Yeah, it was um, a dirty match. It was a, it was a really dirty the match. The ref was awful. Well, he, he he like hated Den, but then didn't see Den. It was really weird. And then got the Dagmar team. Yeah, like, didn't all suspended. So it literally just ended up being the Queen Vic on the pitch. Yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was nice seeing them. In their shorty shorts. Mm, Wilmot, Wilmot Brown wasn't very happy, though. He felt like he was cheated. I mean, he's getting really snobby as well. I'm getting a bit wound up. Like, every time anyone walks through the door, he's like, mm, they're not the kind of clientele I want no, in this place. Showing his true colours. Yeah. I mean, there's signs you can tell it's um, summer in 87 EastEnders because Kamel's walking around with her sunglasses on all the time. Oh, yeah. Simon Wicks is walking around with his shirt on. His shirt off at one point. Yeah. <laughs> and Sharon's got a real big suntan. She has. So they're the three signs you can tell it's summer in Wolford. <laughs> well, she, don't forget she had just been away on an educational with she her. Has, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that's the classic, all wrapped it is. up. It's very exciting and funny. Yeah. And get... Simon was walking around with shirt off. So what more can you ask for? <laughs> We're glad you could join us, and we hope we'll meet up again tomorrow. But for now, this is Malcolm Island wishing you a very good night on behalf of everybody here at the Television Centre. <laughs> Right, so we're going to visit the young love of the square. (laughs) Ruby and Jay, who are all happy. Martin, Stacey, who are married, not happy. Not happy. It's a a real eye-opener for marriage, isn't it? It is. Don't do it. Don't do it, kids. (laughs) Keep away from that. (laughs) That idea. um, Yeah, so Ruby um, and Jay slept together, which we know about. Um, She wakes up to find out that he's not there. No. Just vanish. So she's very angry. Well, she's super angry. Mm. I mean, she is a woman that has been uh, hurt mm. quite badly. Then she looked in her, in her fridge. Well, well, like you would, maybe, if you were making a cup of tea or doing anything that you normally do in mm. the morning. I mean, that was a little far-fetched, I thought. Yeah, because especially when he, when he said to her, oh, I had to leave for work really in big rush. That's why I left the note. Mm. But then he was sat in the cafe, like, having breakfast. Yeah, but talking to Keanu, to telling Keanu exactly the ins and outs of what yeah. he'd done that night before. Twice. twice. Everyone yeah. did it twice. I, <laughs> I think it's quite a boast, isn't it? It's like, yeah, twice. Jay also had mentioned that 
a kind of WhatsApp reference saying, oh, I just want to get the two blue ticks. So couldn't he just message Ruby and mm. say, see you later tonight? Why did he left it all... Maybe trying to be cute and romantic doing that. He's seen it on Sex and City before. So he thought, I'll, I'll write a note on a post-it. Yeah, but Jay, <laughs> Jay should know better than that. But yeah, and it's not the 90s. <laughs> yeah, they're happy. They're doing well. Stacey's been really horrible to Martin, like, for no reason, it seems. Like, mm. they're really hamming that storyline up. Like, yeah. Like, she's been... I know Stacey's a bit of a trout mouth, but um, she's been really horrible to him for, like, he's just standing there eating cornflakes and she's shouting at him for no reason yeah and even like cat and gina like telling to telling her that you know you're being a bit over mm. the top being a bit harsh and when stacy comes and talks to ruby later on when ruby goes and confides in stacy about jay and she says oh mum can we have the kitchen and jean's quite openly like oh yes stacy anything for you stacy so even mm. the family are noticing that stacy's being a bit of a bossy push around yeah been a bit miserable yeah but um ruby thinks she'll help by inviting them on a double date with her and jay yes but because they're down well she she gives a different excuse for why she's done it to each one so to jay she says because it's stacy and martin need a bit more of a pick-me-up mm. rather than a minute mark sandwich on arthur's bench <laughs> and um to stacy she says that she's doing it because she doesn't quite feel safe enough to just go on a mm. one-to-one date with her confidence jay. is very low she wants to keep it light ruby slipper promotions gets uh <laughs> get some work finally. a real boost on, on a coincidence that they just happened to be sat next to some loud mouth shouting about it did you notice this extra was the same extra that mo um tried to get money from outside wolford east i didn't well we know what you asked for a few months ago i did you wanted a little mini storyline in the background of an extra walking from one place to another I mean, it wasn't to the same scale as what I mentioned about a month ago. No, I, hands up. Yes, I, I admire that. John it, sends listening. <laughs> do you, um, so he was the one who gave him like a tenner and all that money. He, he's the one who said no, no, and walked off. Oh, so he's the nasty one. Mm. A bit of it. it was him. Oh, and he right. was then the one who was then in the restaurant. Justin, we should use yeah. his name. Justin. Moaning that um his, what does Ruby do? <laughs> Like events she manager. does events promotion um, yeah he's lost his events manager and they're all like ruby go on miss confident ruby she's like no 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 i can't ruby slippers productions it's yeah. closed down lucky she had her entourage with her so jay stacy and martin were all bigging her up while this yeah. guy was like yeah, all right then give me your card <laughs> um but ruby still doesn't have quite the confidence and so the next day she kind of builds herself up to mm. take making the they phone keep call showing her meeting. standing in front of a mirror dressing herself and like not looking mm. confident they keep showing that um, but she goes to meet him and he's a bit arrogant. Yeah, and she thinks that he doesn't didn't really listen to her mm. ideas. And uh, But th- this is what young people are like. Ruby should know this, you know. This is the business of, you know, giving an idea and throwing it out. Mm. But she got the job. She did get the job and Jay congratulated her yeah. after he got snubbed by Ruby earlier in the <laughs> week because he, all he did was see her to the door. Mm. She's like, what are you doing? You're not coming in. Just leave me alone and then slam the door and then instantly regretted it when she was stood yeah. behind the door afterward but um, i like this i didn't think i'd ever be saying this but i'm liking the ruby storyline I, I like the jay and mm. ruby story i think they are a good match um but i'm worried because lola's coming in and i just know that they're gonna get red jay and lola together i think it'll be a mistake to do that though because yeah. they've ruby as a character needs to be built up and, yeah. it, and the only way she can do that is with other characters yeah. helping her and if they were to take Jay away, it's a bit like, which we'll maybe talk about a Mel. bit later. Exactly. Mm. It's a bit like Mel. When they take away the one thing that's kind of keeping her on there, what she really got left. Mm. And uh, th- with the Jay storyline, because they, they seem to be really hushing the 
consent storyline a lot now. I can't yeah, see them ever. To... It doesn't seem right that they're going to come back to it like in, in, as a long-term, long, big like, is story. Is the court case going to happen off-screen or something? Maybe. Mm. don't know. But, um, yeah, we will see. Young Romance. And obviously they're building up to maybe Stacey and Martin breaking up, I, I'm assuming. Yeah, well... But I don't know. I don't want them to, because that means Max is then free to pounce. And uh, Martin could maybe see Hayley? No. <laughs> or Bev. Yeah, or Mo. <laughs> uh, speaking of Mo, she had a storyline this week, which was good. She did. All the slates were getting mini storylines. There's horrible signs of Jean being ill, which I don't like already. I know. Well, because like, she oh. goes on a date with Ian, and Ian says that she's got the menopause. Yes. In un- un- no uncertain terms. It's the menopause, Jean. Just get over mm. it. That storyline's over. Them dating. Oh, that yes. Was, that was just that. Well, they it was forgotten for like two, three weeks, and then Jean said she kind of waved at Ian over the square, and yeah. he ignored her, and yeah, and then she basically it all ended with her saying, "Oh, you're not my type anyway," and throwing a glass <laughs> of red wine. And for good measure, Cat was like, "Oh, there's another glass there," and just threw it yeah. on him as well. No reason, just did it. <laughs> people like doing that to Ian, don't they? Yeah, why? Um, but yeah, she's showing signs of like pain and stuff, and she keeps like when she was cleaning E20, she was in pain. She really needed the toilet a lot yeah. as well. She kept complaining that she needed the toilet. So um. Yeah, I don't like it. It's just horrible already because you know what mm. it is. I but, know, um, but, but as I said, this is a great story, and I'm so is, pleased that they've given Jean this it good seems big so story. Un- it's not fair enough, but it just seems so unfair to do it to Jean because she's such like a lovely mm. character. But, but it also means that the introduction of Sean is in- imminent, mm. so that's, that's good. True. That's always yes. rough with the smooth, rough with the smooth. And yeah, Big Mo is trying to help Cat because Cat's got bags under her eyes. Yeah, Cat's very not tired. coping very well with. Cherry. Looking after Cherry and her three kids. Mm. I mean, I don't really understand. I suppose Cherry is a baby, so it kind of pushes. I know, but this a little bit doesn't really sit well with me. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many people in this house. Eleven adults. Surely, like last week, they were all saying to Haley, "We'll all gather around. We will help. We will support. We'll do this, this, and that. You get all the help you need." And then what? Cats just left to do. Yeah, it she's all. been left to do it on her own, hasn't she? Really strange. I suppose Mo has offered to help but then mo as always uh has messed it up because she offered to look after tommy then kept tommy off school painted him in halloween makeup and then he was ill and pretended he was ill to get money and and left him on his own left him outside the shop and then he then said you know oh hi mum i didn't go to school today Uh, i was with nan we Mm. were you know doing this it's funny that cat wasn't more like angry about tommy being left on his own seeing as tommy was the one that ronnie and like the baby swap thing. It's I like, thought that too. Yeah, she was a bit like casual. Yeah, I mean, but she like hates Mo now. It's really weird. If you listen to the feature earlier on the show, obviously we talk a lot about the baby swap uh, mm. story, and yeah, knowing what we know about the baby swap story, everything to do with Tommy now just doesn't seem to make sense. Like yeah. you think Cat would be really yeah, super protective. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know. the exact thing happened. They thought he'd like gone missing outside the minute mark. Mm. Like they pretended that they thought he did, but still. There wasn't Very much concern strange. for his safety. Big Mo was concerned, like genuinely. Which she makes an excuse saying, oh, I went to pick up Tommy, but he wasn't at, at the school. And then when they said to Mo that um, they knew what had happened, Mo immediately said, well, you think it's my fault, but it's not. And so <laughs> she's really quick to like not take blame for yeah. it, which is another reason why they all got very upset. And they were even threatening to chuck her out. Well, I think they are going to. Oh, yeah, seems because... a bit silly because Haley's done a lot worse <laughs> and they're all welcoming her with open arms. Yeah. She nearly murdered Alfie. I mean, we did two weeks ago. Mo did proudly um, say that she doesn't have mental illnesses because she just doesn't let things worry her. <laughs> so I suppose Haley's a bit more of a yeah, sensitive sort rather than Mo. Mo can handle herself. 
She, she knows how to turn on the walkworks when she needs to. Yeah, she'll be out on her own soon. Well, she'll ha- well, she may have to because Kat goes and meet, visits Hayley and as good as encourages her to come back. I know. A, a week of treatment. So All fixed. Solved. Problem Hayley, done. Hayley's like, I'm doing really well, but I need a bit more time. Yeah. And Kat's like, no, you need to come back. I can't cope. Yeah, I don't want to look after your it's child like, anymore. Kat was the one who talked to her a few weeks ago to tell her to go in. Mm. So that's stupid. It was a bit, again, silly. And it also, mm. it really annoys me because mental health should be handled so sensitively. And they made, as you said, such a big deal of um, Hayley going in to get help. Mm. So as a kind of mm. responsible program maker, perhaps... They should just keep her in there. Because if she comes out there. and like everything's magically fine early, that doesn't really make sense. No, it doesn't. Or the other option is that she isn't okay, but then you're just going around in the same mm. storyline again. I mean, to use the reason you're a slater, you bend, you don't break. That's that's really silly. It's and it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really I, I play think, well in my yeah, head. It's silly. It doesn't make complete sense. She has £50,000. Get a babysitter for a few weeks. Well, this is it. What's she doing with that money? It's kind She's of... keeping it by, isn't she? For something. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is this is something else. It's, it's Phil's just... money. She's not going to spend but it. But Phil doesn't seem to give her monkeys. Well, that's true. Two weeks ago, he was screaming that he wants the money back. And now it's just forgotten. Well, he's off to he's off to see the whole of Spain. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, she's keeping it for Alfie, who's gone missing. A wall, I'm so, afraid. Yeah. But um, yeah, I want a few more weeks of no Haley. I think. Yeah, I but... don't think I. I mean, it it gave the inc- inclination that she was coming back, but I don't think she will. I think they will be better than that. Mm. Or at least if she does come back, they'll notice that she's still not okay, and so then goes back again. So it'll be again, as you say, the carousel. You jump on, get the same story, and then jump back off <laughs> yeah. again. We'll see. Yeah, that's right. So right, we're going to pop over to play um, a special game. I think isn't the it? Exciting times are ahead, Ben. For we're playing a special game this week to celebrate the return of Kathy Veal. <laughs> And her it, new blue coat. And her new blue coat. And it is called Kath's Man Who. So basically, these are the rules of the game. I'm gonna show, I'm gonna play you sound clips that you're gonna choose from random, and you've got to tell me who the sound clip is of. And in what situation was the sound clip taken from? God. So what scene was it taken from? Right. And the clue is in the title of the game, Cathman's Who, because it's someone linked to Cathy. So it could be a past husband, a family member, not a friend. <laughs> <laughs> so so does that all make sense? Yes. So there are eight clips for you to choose yeah. from. 30 years of history here. There's so much history. To choose just eight was hard, <laughs> but we found eight. Right. And um, I want you to pick a number between one and eight. Three. Here comes clip number three. I thought you'd go looking for him. I didn't know he was going to be there all night. <laughs> Who was that? Who was that talking? That in was a... one of the Ben Mitchells. It was. It was the Stella era. Yeah, the burning ben Mitchell. Ben Mitchell. Yeah. And do you know what, what the scene situation? was? What situation was he in? To... Is it when he'd pushed that boy into a pit? Yes, he was being questioned by Lucas about what exactly happened that day. When he said, you need smacking down. Um, so, yes, well done. Two points. Oh, so he wasn't talking to Cathy in this game. It's just people who are related to Cathy <laughs> talking in any... So it could be any situation throughout the whole yeah. history. Of okay. You do a podcast ready standards. <laughs> you should know these I've things. I've got one point. You've got two, two points. points. Two points. Well okay. done. Right. You've had number three. Another clip between one and eight. Not three, though. <laughs> five. Oh, no. Oh, this is a good one. Number five. Okay. Here is clip number five. 
Well, you want to sleep? Come just get another pipe together, will ya? That's Phil Mitchell. Yes, well done. Yes, One point. ex-husband. Exactly. And with whom was he wanting to get another pipe together? Um, was this when he was having drugs with Rainy? <laughs> There you go. It was. It was when he turned his house into a crack den mm. and uh, he slept with her as well. And Shirley walked in because uh, Rainey saved his life from having a... He thought he was having a heart attack from too much crack. There you go. For another two points. There you so go, four. Four out of four. You're doing all right. Another number between one and eight, please. One. Here is your next sound clip. Who is it? And in what situation was it in? Man, dirty lying slick. He was having my wife. <laughs> so... There was a clue in the clip. Was it? That was the late great Pete Bill. It was, it certainly was. And a bit trickier. What, what was he who was he talking to? What was it about? <laughs> hmm. Oh, it could be so many things with Pete he's so derogatory. Um <laughs> talking about how Kathy was having an affair with Wilmot Brown to someone i don't know no sadly could be anything no it wasn't he was talking to his brother the one who moved to new zealand oh right uh about her, him sleeping with pat and oh. simon being born right so simon not being his <laughs> kenny. son kenny talking to kenny talking to kenny oh. yeah spoiler oh, yes anyone <laughs> <laughs> classic eastenders fans out there sorry just spoiled that right another clip between one and eight i should have because that's what he calls pat a lot mm, a slag he calls everyone a slag. Or a he, cow calls, he called his own son a slag, didn't he, yeah. at one point? Uh, you've got two, four, six, seven, or eight. Um, eight. Oh, we're going right to the end. Okay. So here we go. Here is clip number eight. What? Don't. No. Just what is it? What is it? Who was it? And what was the scene? <laughs> Who was it? And who was it? <laughs> um, related to Kathy. One of Kathy's brothers. I don't know. I don't know. Peter Bill. Oh, him. Okay, can you guess the scene? It was Finding out that Lucy's dead. Yeah, he found out Lucy had died. Ian took him out to the pub of the Vic where he was having a night out with his friends and Ian crumbled and told him that Lucy was dying. She died. She's gone. Very sad scene, actually. And another very sad scene is Peter's uh, speech at the funeral of Lucy's funeral. It's um, really sad. Almost used that clip, but then thought it was a bit too dark. <laughs> one more clip, I think. So you've got one more go. You've got... Two. You want number two? Yep. This is a good one. You're finishing on a high. Here we go, then. Number two, the final clip. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't got any hair. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you want to hear it again? Please. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't got any hair. Um, mm. It sounds like Heather, but it's not Heather. No, it's is not it Ian? <laughs> it it's, it's Ian, Ian Bill. What's happening for him to have that whiny voice? Can't be Lucy again. He's found out Kathy's died. <laughs> no, he oh. hasn't. He was begging Phil not to flush his head down the toilet because he oh, had dobbed. He dobbed Phil in. Yeah, he dobbed Phil into the police. And later on, Phil sees a picture of Bobby on the fridge, and it's just before Bobby gets introduced. Why do so. none of these clips involve a Kathy storyline? Because a lot of these clips is when Kathy was dead, <laughs> <laughs> so it was difficult to get them. But obviously, there's three clips that you didn't choose. Yeah. So I am going to play them now to our listeners, and it's a little game for you guys out there. If you can give us the, it's just for fun. I'm afraid you're not going to win any prizes, but if you could email us or tweet us the answers to these three clips of who the clip is of. And what scene was it based on? Here's clip A. 
I had a child once. Never really had the paternal instinct. Hello, princess. I know who that is. Yeah, don't, don't give it away. Don't give it away. Here is clip B. You can't tell me what to do. Ain't even my real mum. I know who that is. <laughs> you should have chosen these ones, shouldn't you? And here is the final clip. Clip C. You can help me. Well, someone must have been your first. I want mine to be you. Okay. So... Don't hear that. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> there we go. So they're the three clips, A, B and C. Send us your answers to eastendersweekly at gmail.com or tweet us at eastendersweek or go to our Facebook group and anyone who gets the right answer will shout out their name next week. So it's just for fun. There's no prize attached to this. No. It's just a welcome back, Kathy. It is. Oh, oh mate. Oh, mate. Right, mate. <laughs> what do you mean, Kathy? Kathy's back. And that was Kathman's Who. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that. I did. There won't be another one of them for a while. There won't be another one of them ever. Because that's Kathy all... Kathy might go missing again for a holiday. Well, no, she needs to know eight more men. Like, <laughs> family men. Well, that's true, yeah. I, I, didn't, yeah. Do, I didn't do one for Masood. There you go, see. And there we go, one already. <laughs> right, so we're going to go over Mel's storyline with Hunter, with his ongoing scaring his mum, mm. turning into a bit Bates Motelli. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about Mel being a very film noirish kind of filming mm. before, where she walked in with the knife behind her back and like the long <laughs> shadows. And it's still, they seem to be carrying on with this kind of Amityville horror mm. style murder scenes um, oh. and darkness. She's um, just getting very worried about Hunter being a bit... Now he's killed someone, he's very cocky. He's mm. standing up to Phil. Yes, he said, he said, you killed my dad. <laughs> She's hiding every knife in the house, <laughs> yeah, which was weird. She's locking him in the house as well, <laughs> so he can't get out of the house on yeah. his own. <laughs> I mean, what did she think, getting rid of every knife in the house? Did she not think he would notice? Well, he wanted to cut the cheese. He wanted to make his lunch. Yeah. Um, so that was Give a him bit, a little plastic, white plastic knife. A bit to over cut. the top. <laughs> well, we still, I'm still questioning about Mel's vintage car we don't really know what happened to that she crashed it into a tree next to the body yeah no no i know so because you thought that phil had mentioned something about it and then we kind of didn't i thought we watched it no exactly but um it was outside her house like the other week the red car unless it was another vintage red car on albert square i don't remember seeing that it's not been mentioned it's really odd so that's strange yeah, no, really, really peculiar. Yeah. Like, the police are around again as well, questioning. Well, the police were around again because Maddie made a complaint against uh, mm. Hunter for threatening her, and so they were investigating that. But at the same time, they kind of wanted to carry on asking questions. Yes. I mean, have they, they've obviously not discovered... By my own admission, it looked like when they did the scenes with Ray and Mel, they weren't that deep into the forest, especially since they drove a car into yeah. it. You can't really go that deep into the forest. So it amazed me that the police haven't discovered anything wow at, at all we oh, will but, next week well until exactly until the end of the episode <laughs> it's a popular dog walking de- destination don't you know well the, again right in the middle of the night <laughs> the dog seemed to be on his own did the dog escape i know it's weird wasn't it it was it's really odd please dog was it an alsatian is it wallard <laughs> my yeah it was alsatian yeah you're right because i thought it might have been wellard maybe robbie <gasps> maybe this oh, is robbie's robbie. return <laughs> Well, we will return. Taking well for a midnight, yeah. midnight walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't want to come um, straight to the square. But yeah, Mel's desperate. She's trying to sell her bit of the club at cheapest rate going. Well, she doesn't want to sell it for cheapest rate. It's just that no. Phil's negotiating. Yeah. He said to Sharon, he's like, go oh, and get a bargain here. <laughs> um, so she's desperately trying to get that. She's trying to pack everything up quickly and move mm. away. Hunter like, doesn't want to move away, so she like lies and says, no, we can come back and. Well, she's also stuff. been crushing diazepam into his hot chocolate drink. Oh, yeah, she's drugging him now. 
she's drugging him like all the time. He's mm. he's literally a, a zombie walking around the house. I know it's not going to end well. She knows she's um messed up here. Well, yeah, she keeps going round and round in circles. Yeah. At the beginning of the week, she was all ready to go to the police, mm. and even Hunter was almost on board mm. with it. But then some something changed in her again, and she just went spoiled. No. She into... doesn't want to lose him, but she's already lost him. I'm afraid. Well, she's lost him, yeah, basically as a son, because he will never, ever be the same Hunter. But then we always knew Hunter was a little bit cuckoo. Mm. Um, he was always a dangerous character. I mean, it's a shame, really, that Hunter's leaving, because he would be a really interesting kind of character if they were yeah, to, to build on it. a bit more with. Mm. It's funny that the reason they give that he's leaving is because they feel they've done everything they can with him. And it's like, really? Mm. Like Steve Owen's son, that's all you can do is like eight months worth. No, I agree. It's a bit, yeah, it's a bit fishy. But um, there's... You know, if he whatever, we don't know what happens to him. But if he goes to prison, there's always a chance for him to come back in a few years. It's true. It's a year or two because he's still under. He's 15, isn't he? He still goes to school. He's either 15 yeah, or he's 16. Year younger than Louise, isn't he? I think. Oh, so maybe Something 16 like then. So he's yeah. So he'll be he'll be trialed as a juvenile. So, I mean, hmm. there's every chance he'll come out new face, new actor. No, <laughs> he can come back. Charlie Wins. He looks so much like Steve Owen though, doesn't he? I mean, he? the casting was uncanny. Yeah. But so no. He's not that bad. He he does some I like Charlie Winters. decent performances when he tries. Stand honestly, I I I know a lot of people have issues with him, but I genuinely thought he's been pretty solid throughout. He's kind of phoned it in recently, but I yeah, think that's because yeah, there's a few bits, but yeah, you know, mm. the script can only work so much. Mm. So anyway, so they they well, a dog has discovered Ray, or we presume he's discovered yeah, Ray. So he's definitely dead. Yeah, oh, which is a shame. I, I I said to you when the dog came on screen, I said, oh my God, he's going to come out the ground. <laughs> yeah, again, for the third time. But, um, but no, sadly not. Yeah, so that's exciting. The body's been found, so obviously the police are going to get involved. Without the bullet, because Hunter's prized it out of his body. body. Oh, that's disgusting. Mm. That's dis- this is what gross. I mean, such an interesting character. Yeah. And, and he says, it's not disgusting, Mum, it's just a dead body. Mm. It's like... Cold. Mm. 80% more of an ice queen than his mum he really is they could be a good duo oh they've never done anything like that before Bates Motel that's what they could do couldn't they yeah Yeah. a mother and son who like murder (laughs) oh my goodness Mel might be pushed over the edge I mean that would be a really intriguing story Mm. we still got our fingers crossed for him killing Jack before he leaves so Mm. maybe (laughs) maybe well yeah Jack would be the first victim they could buy the B&B yeah really would be like Bates Motel yeah it would be like Bates Motel that really is copy and paste (laughs) <laughs> right, so we are now on to Who Won the Week? You know me, I ain't one to gossip. So, as always, at the end of each week, we put up a poll on Twitter, our Facebook, and our Instagram accounts, um, and we ask you who you thought had won the week based on the character and the storylines. And as we do every week, we ask Ben to find three stories that have happened this time. Last year. A few years yeah. in the past. Um, and this time you asked actually our Facebook group for suggestions. We did. All of these three are the three first suggestions that came up. So if you want to get them, go on our Facebook group and you can suggest the year. And then we will then do the year for you. Mm. So the first one we had suggested was 1993. So it's the 4th of Feb 1993. And it's the court case for Pat Butcher because she's run over that girl. Oh, yes. She's very worried about it all. She's very upset. Frank's upset. Pat's not been the same. And after the court case, the mother of the girl that Pat died turns up at her house. And doesn't she say that she wished that Pat was the one who died and not her daughter? Pat wishes she died. Oh, okay. And the woman. And she says, I don't know why I've really come here. It kind of reminded me of the Carmel and 
that weird mum, the guy, oh, the, who, knife crime the boy story. who killed um, Shaquille, mm. the mum and like Kamel had like that weird relationship. It's kind of like that, but in the end, she said she couldn't forgive Pat. Mm. But I mean, it was a very good episode. It was really good. She couldn't ever forgive Pat for doing it. I mean, it was a, it was a, it, like I say, the butchers have all run someone <laughs> down. Frank, yeah, family Pat, tray. Yeah, and uh, Janine. They've all <laughs> hit someone with a car. So the next suggestion for the year was the year 2000. So this the is millennium. the millennium. Yeah, this is the 8th of February 2000. And Sonia is being bullied at school. I can't believe it. It's very similar to the Bex, Louise and Madison mm. storyline. Because Janine is the bully. <laughs> oh, no. And um, it's one of the DeMarco's daughters. I don't know what her name is. Um, <laughs> but she's, like, bit friends with Sonia. But Janine and, like, two other bullies are also friends with this girl. Yeah. And the girl, like, ditches Sonia to then hang out with them. Oh, so it is exactly so like... It is, it's very, very similar. So... That could have been something that Sonia could have helped Bex out with. Well, exactly. She could have reflected onto it. Again, not used in the past. <laughs> and Sonia also has a pen pal in Italy who she fancies. Oh. But she can't write Italian very well. So Janine offers to help. Janine? Mm. Um, and also Roy has bought a dodgy car. And Phil warns him. And he says, no, I know all about cars. It's all right. It's all good. But then he gets arrested. Boy, was and it wrong. was a dodgy car. Oh, wow. Was it two cars like welded together or something? <laughs> It was, I don't know, he got Ricky to check it and Ricky said it was fine, but apparently it was stolen. No, I wouldn't trust Ricky. (laughs) And the last one was 2012, which is the 6th Feb, where Dot's sister, Rose, doesn't want Heather dating her son, Andrew. And she's trying to bully Heather and tell her that she's nothing and she's not good enough for her son. Mm. And this is the first time Heather ever stands up to a bully because she's been bullied before, but she's never had anything to fight for. But now she does. And she shuts down Rose. Dot shuts down Rose. And Cora's had a blow dry. (laughs) Yes, you showed me the screenshot of Cora's hair. (laughs) I mean, that was... That wasn't even fashionable when it was fashionable, to be fair. Mm. But um, yeah, so Heather's standing up for herself for the Mm. first time ever with, with Andrew. If I remember, I'll post that picture of Cora's hairstyle <laughs> on Twitter for everyone to enjoy. Uh, so, yeah, that was what happened last year. And that were all suggestions by our listeners. So yes, on our Facebook suggest group. Suggest some years to us and we'll find, yeah. find episodes to watch. Yeah, come join our Facebook group because we do lots of um, interaction where we ask you for ideas for the show on the group. Uh, just go on Facebook and look for EastEnders Weekly Podcast. Now, who won the week this week? It was between Kathy, Mel, Ruby and Keanu. And our listeners suggested Mo and Bobby. Yes, Bobby, Bobby Ooh, got a mention. Off-screen mention. Yeah. So there we go. So well, I want Simon Wicks then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have to somehow be related to the. I mean, uh, Lou could have maybe got. Uh, <gasps> yeah, yeah we should have Lou. Week. Oh, idiots we are. <laughs> so, um, who do you believe out of those six? Kathy, it has to be Kathy. Come on. It was Kathy. Oh, yeah, good. she won the vote. She got thirty percent of the vote. I mean, she didn't win it with a landslide though. Ruby came second. Ooh. With 26%. Uh, Keanu came third with 22%. And then it was Mel, Mo, and Bobby in that, <laughs> in that order going descending order. I oh. mean, Bobby's not a surprising one. One person no. mentioned it. He, Poor Mo. He wasn't even in it. Not a good week. Is she? Mo got three votes. I mean, that's, that's a winner for me. <laughs> got a few comments. Uh, again, from our Facebook group, uh, Marie Monaghan, I hope I said that right, said, It's a wee shame for Keanu. I won't put on an accent because. I can't do accents. I can only do Pete Bill and Mary. Tamara Salter says Sharon's facial expressions were fabulous. So mm. I agree. And yeah. Hugh Thomas said Phil because he enjoyed the masturbation joke that Phil had said <laughs> yes. when Sharon said she had a headache 
and he said he she said i'll sort myself out and he said yeah <laughs> you and me both so again thank you for the comments um as i say you can find them uh find our polls every week on twitter which is at eastenders week on instagram which is at eastenders weekly podcast or our facebook group it just come and join us it's eastenders weekly podcast on facebook yeah we just got a few comments about this week's show so rob innes says so let me get this straight the slaters spend months literally months insisting to Haley that she needs help and that she needs to get herself sorted and then they're, they're all in it together yet now Kat is apparently looking after Cherry on her own and is begging Haley to come back clearly before she's ready mm, well so we, yes, as we, we chatted about that it was mad and Vicky Chaffee says I love your podcast heart thank you very much and that's all she said no. oh, <laughs> <laughs> she said I really like seeing Jay with Ruby this week Cat passing her cap exam and Ian Bill getting wine in the face. I dislike Louise even more. She's even more bratty than usual because mm. of her heartbreak. But as I said, it was explained a bit better while, while Louise was being a bit mm. bratty. But um, And we forgot to mention Cat passed her test, so congratulations, Cat. Yeah. Takes people three years, Cat, six months. Slaves don't break. Slaves don't. <laughs> Uh, and Caddy ST Lover says, I can't imagine there's anything left for Mel after this storyline is over. A romance with Jack, ZZZ. Surely she should be written out with Hunter. So, mm. yeah, she's a bit of a lone lone wolf, Mel. Isn't yeah, she? but so is Jack. Jack just kind of plods himself well, into stories. When I was watching some of those clips from 1993 or the 2001, mm. Mel had loads of friends. She had a, she was a, having a girls' party. Natalie was there, Lisa was there. There was this weird woman with this 90s haircut. She had loads of friends around <laughs> her. Nice she was weird. <laughs> um, so yeah, Mel did used to have lots of friends. But they deliberately isolated Mel though. Even at her wedding, there was mm. barely twenty people Ray there. They had more friends than Mel, didn't they? Yeah, she had more <laughs> on his side of the church than she did. They were all betting on Mel, you know, messing yeah. up. And any friends go. that do come close to her, she just shouts. Like I said, Billy. Billy mm. was really trying to be friendly. Oh, you know, a lioness looks after their cubs. Oh, shut up, Billy. Get out. <laughs> all right. So she's she bought on herself. Yeah. yeah. She can have Jack. They can run away together. Let them yeah, go. To Mexico. Yeah. So there you go. That was our roundup of the week. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget you can also email us eastendersweekly at gmail.com. Oh, just before I forget, did you um phone Spain back? No. Why? Was I meant to? Yeah, I left a note for you on the fridge. <laughs>